Sandville, Sandville, I've been thinking. Said old Gartone, dear, that mountain ain't burning. What are you still doing in torch? Mr. Sandville started winking and slowly rubbed his chin. He pulled his chair up close to Gartone and told him with a grin. That mountain's full of robots and they're all mine. How much are you willing to pay? That mountain's full of robots and they're all mine. Better get your gold out and platinum too. How much are you willing to pay? to Pod Against the Machine, the podcast that walks down every hallway and ignores every door. I'm your host, Sam, and this is everybody. Say hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Was that everybody? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, Jeff didn't say the everybody part. Yeah. Classic Jeff. Well, (sighs) if I was the first to go, which comically I wasn't, uh, I would have said it, but then you said it, and it's like, well, I don't want to overdo it, so I'll just say hello. But then the <laughs> other two also said everybody, to where now I just feel like a fool. Always making trouble. Off the pod. <laughs> Big trouble on Little Portland. When last we left our story, uh, the, our heroes had found their way into another part of the strange facility under the Black Hill. Uh, where they found a computer with androffin writing on it and a burning smell and a lot of doors. And behind those doors were hallways and more doors. And behind some of the doors were blood. (laughs) Um, But mostly it was doors and hallways and yogurt also. Or (laughs) go-gurt. Yeah. We're in the land of more doors. (laughs) Yes. One does not simply walk into more doors. Uh, here we go. We right sure off don't. the bat. <laughs> and then um, finally we found ourselves in some sort of facility with a lot of chairs in it and a couple screens and a vibrating machine with something sitting upon it. And when we actually signed off, you had all heard in your brains, who are you? So that's where we are now. Uh, Bricks will, with a start, immediately look around, uh, then turning back towards the table with the unknown creature on it and say, This headache might call me a bit yampy, but I think I'm hearing something. Did you all hear that? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. What is yampy? Ah, uh, you see where I'm from? Um, it, it means, uh, mixed up or con- confused um i assume y- 
you're this um, thing here on the table, yes? As Brixby steps up from the terminal, walking back towards the party. The swollen uh, purple brain-like bulb, which is encrusted with fungal shelves, um, squatting atop what appear to be several ropey legs on top of a vibrating machine of some kind. Um, it doesn't appear to have any eyes or anything, but it does have a wide split in the middle like a mouth, and its eyeless face follows Brixby as, as he moves across the room and says, What is table? Table um, is the surface you're on. Um, how about I ask a question? What are you? What is your name? Name? What do you call yourself? I don't know. What do you call yourself? Oh, I call myself Brixby. And, um, I'm generally pretty good at coming up with nicknames for people who don't have them. Turns back to the party. I'm out of my league here. Asher? Hello, creature. I, I am called Asher Halek. Hello, Asher. Yeah. Well met. Do you have food? As a matter of fact, we found tubes of a nutritious substance. I'd be happy to share them with you. It's a sign of goodwill. And he would dry out a tube of Gogurt and approach slowly, open the tube, and extend it towards this fungal creature. A strange creature will lean towards the tube. Again, it doesn't have any visible eyes. It doesn't seem to have a nose or anything. But as it leans in close, it'll recoil. That's not food. Food is red. Ah, perhaps you're looking for a different flavor. Let me, let me try a different tube. Nah. Yeah, try a wild berry. I don't think it's looking for a different flavor of goo goo food. Gert. Speaking of which, have y'all noticed that um disconcerting stain ceases inside this room? Yeah. Did you do that? Um we don't have a nickname for you yet, so I'm gonna say Plant Friend. Is that what you mean? Uh, I guess she'll point at the ground where there is nothing. There was food. Red food. On the floor. It's all gone now. Do you have food? No. No, I don't know what that is. The whole hallway is full of it. It's true. Right outside this door appears to be a, a, a bounty if you're into red things that are on the floor. As he gestures towards the door beyond Vargas and, and Kira. Yeah. You can move, right? I mean, you clearly were able to get to the rest of the floor, so is it just the door thing? Hops down off the table on his little stumpy legs and sort of points its face at the door and then recoils. And, like, it looks <laughs> in its odd alien way like it's carefully considering. And then it says, Before, ones like you, food came out of them. Do you have food in you? No. Fresh out, mate. Um, but, quick aside, what can you tell me about the four who fed you earlier? Did they look like any of us? There were 
ones like you with holes in them. They came on the floor with ones not like you. They carried them, but left the red foot on the floor. Ah, I see. And, uh, did they happen to leave at the door, uh, just down here? And he inclines his head to the southeast portion of the room, just south of the creature. Also, Sam, can we roll a knowledge on this guy? Because he seems like a real fun guy, so <laughs> make that joke yeah, again. Yeah. But I'd uh, love to know what he really is, because I'm kind of scared. Uh, does anyone have knowledge nature? Not me, Cap. Maybe. Nope. Give me a second. So few knowledge. Uh, no. Nope. Kira, we were relying on you for this. Ooh, <laughs> you dropped the ball there, team. <laughs> That's a bummer. Does uh, does Kingsley know by chance? I bet Kingsley knows. Does Kingsley have skills? I feel like it's oh, yeah. just perception. I can click on that. Hang on. I think as a scorpion, Kingsley technically doesn't have an intelligence score, um, so he can't have skills. Mm, no, he's got a minus two. Does have plus seven fly. Oh, <laughs> I'm excited about that development. <laughs> That's unsettling. <laughs> Remember that way back in episode 13, we first found out about the fly skill when that finally bears fruit later down. I am writing down. Since none of us can roll on what the heck this thing is, uh... Varkness is going to step up in front of it and offer out his right arm and say, as you can clearly see, whatever happened earlier with the creatures with your food inside them was clearly a fluke. Here, see if you can get any out of me. And he just holds his right arm up in front of it. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I did not expect that. And and for those of us listening at home that's your metal arm yes that is the metal arm just making sure he's uh gonna try to pull one over on this thing it will bite vargas's metal arm that is a 21 to hit if you're trying not to get hit yeah that is a hit i was hoping it would be like he would just gnaw on it (laughs) um no it's gonna bite you pretty good on the metal arm for seven damage and then okay. it's going to um, stick out its uh, planty tongue or planty tongue equivalent, and it's going to jump back. And in your heads, you hear no food in there. And he's just kind of grimacing, like trying really hard not to scream. And he goes, nope, see, no, no food. Are you okay? He gives a thumbs up. <laughs> Thumb falls off. Just sparks. (laughs) So, what did we settle on here, Planty Friend? Is that the name you gave them as? Uh, I think Plant Plant Friend. Uh, We can add a Y in alternatively. I can mix it up some, right? All right, Robert Plant Friend. How long have you been here? Where did you come from? Don't know. I was not, and then I was here, and it jumps back on top of the machine. While they're talking, Vargas is going to kind of sidle up to Asher and mime, jabbing him with the wand. Bricks will wander back towards the terminal again. Um, Maybe this one, the one that isn't as close to the plant, keeping his eye on the plant um, and, and sit back down and see if there's anything that he can do there. 
Yeah. And Kira will move up and run, uh, what's that thing? Interference? From, from a ways away. Uh, you said ones not like us came through with people who were like us, but you don't know where they went? Is that where we came down on that? Do you know when that was? Also, I think someone might have already asked that. My bad. Time. Time. It seems pretty proud of itself for that answer. <laughs> okay. Cool, thanks. Um, but it's not making any move to be aggressive. It's just sitting on its weird vibrating machine. Can we tell anything about the machine it's sitting on? Um, the machine it's sitting on looks like um, it looks like it's broken. It looks like maybe there was something sort of in the middle of it where the creature is sitting, like a, a ball or like a almost containment field, maybe uh, a globe-like thing. But it looks like it's whatever it was has sort of broken away, and now there's just dirt just sprawled out all over the machine, vibrating, and there's like little bits of fungal and plant material. And is it vibrating like it's getting worse and breaking, or is it steady like a heart-shaped motel <laughs> bed that you can pick it, It's steady like a like a massage chair that is stuck in the on position. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, well, yeah, you know, get the thing from Sharper Image, and it only lasts so long until the containment field breaks. I'm not getting that sponsorship. <laughs> uh, but while Brixby is uh, sitting at this computer, which is surprisingly functional, uh, given that nothing else in here has really worked all that well, he manages to piece together with his knowledge of Androphin uh, that you are sitting in a geology lab. And um, it appears to be dedicated to samples from a place called alternately CX-335 or Kasath. This place is described in the, the notes on this computer as an, an arid place with little water, violent patterns of weather, and uh, savage inhabitants, uh, predominantly hexapodous in nature. Perhaps the most interesting bit of information that you can gather from looking at this computer is the desert you just came through appears to have been specifically designed to mimic life on the surface of Kasoth as a kind of experiment. So we get the perception that the world that they're trying to emulate, Kasoth, and maybe the attendant Kasatha alive or dead, are not the ones that are controlling the ship, but are the ones that are contained inside the space? This lab appears to be dedicated to, you know, studying Kasath and the Kasatha, and so it doesn't appear to be their lab. Okay. Yeah, I wonder if that means then, because we saw the Kasatha, we assume they're Kasatha cave paintings that we thought was the rain. So maybe instead that was like cave paintings of them being abducted, <laughs> like, because we saw like you said it was. Like them on the ground in the ships in the air was the paintings we saw. So I wonder if that's what that was like. They were, they were drawing themselves being abducted, not them seeing the rain of stars. Briggs is going to turn back to everybody. Uh, so that desert, Asher, that you felt so comfortable in, appears to emulate a planet, a place beyond Galarian, beyond the stars called Kasoth, which makes sense based off of what we've learned about those four-armed nightmares 
in those rooms. It seems this facility, ship, wherever we are, is dedicated to the study um, of Kassoth, the emulation of its environmental levels. Perhaps this creature is from there as well. It looks as if it escaped containment. And are there any notes on the uh, terminal about this creature? Um, looking specifically for information on this creature, uh, you find that this machine was basically designed to hold samples of the actual earth and uh, plant matter from Kasoth. So, actually, I misspoke. This was sample material from an entirely different place called Nchak. This is a sample of earth and plant matter from Nchak, which was a moon of some sort doesn't appear to have been a sentient being in there when the people were making their notes, whoever they were, whatever that was. So, um, given that this is a geology lab, and based off the notes here, they appear to have collected, um, some soil from a place called Chuck. I am not well-versed horticulturally, but I can imagine that this possibly burst out of whatever soil samples on this table. We should exercise extreme caution. Seems like we already are. Would have to be some sort of alien creature to not want to enjoy this goo tube. <laughs> Nothing on Galarian's surface or underneath can resist it. Yeah, I can say when I'm playing tabletop role-playing games, there's nothing better than having a free hand to square goo get straight into my mouth. <laughs> Please sponsor us. Oh, I don't know, given how disgusting that bit was, we might have to start our own company, which will immediately <laughs> fail. Gross. <laughs> Let's not. So, this thing said red food, right? It did. Yeah, it eats blood. And it doesn't have eyes. It doesn't have eyes, no. How does it know what red is? <laughs> Distinct flavor. <laughs> yeah. flavor. It's the taste of red. Of red. Yeah. It's a synesthetic experience. <laughs> yeah, why does everything taste blue? So, is there any other information we can pull off of this terminal? I mean, I think that that's probably... It would have taken several minutes to dig that up, and that's all the stuff that's readily apparent on here. I mean, we could just camp out in this room with this uh, perfectly peaceful thing that totally is not going to eat us in our sleep if we lay down on the ground. Out of all the rooms we have actually entered, you're suggesting we camp out <laughs> in the one that literally eats blood. <laughs> to be fair, there's no blood in here, Ash. Well, no, 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 that was... That this was is the only one with a computer terminal in it. <laughs> that was Jeff asking. <laughs> you can tell because the voice is so different. Well, I'm just saying all the other rooms have blood in them, so if we're looking for a room where we're going to camp down where there's no blood, yeah. seems like the room of the blood-eating plant yeah, I mean, clearly that's better than uh, the room down to the south here with four beds and also another computer terminal in it. So, uh, Kira, are you gonna replace Kingsley with this thing, or should we just should we just abandon Whoa. this creep? Before yeah, it well, we can swing us. back through. Yeah, I don't. I was there was no agreement of replacing. I think you can just have two things. I don't know how one, uh, you know, indoctrinates a new familiar, uh, but. If you roll up that stat sheet, Sam, I'll add it to my hero yeah. app. Well, like any good RPG, like MMO, you've got your actual pet, and you've got your cosmetic pet. 
and <laughs> plant Kingsley friend. is purely for aesthetics. I was going to suggest the other way around. I mean, clearly, Kingsley is the star pet, and plant friend would just be the cosmetic pet. Can plant friend fly? Um, you haven't seen any indication of plant friend flying. I sure hope not. <laughs> yeah. well, Jeff has a point. <laughs> but Brixby will turn back to the party. Um, I think we've gotten everything we need out of this terminal. Kindly. I think we've also gotten everything we need out of um, our plant friend. But I, I could be wrong. I'm not very patient. <laughs> and uh, he looks really uncomfortable with the blood-eating plant and moves just a bit more towards the door to the northwest. Asher would address plant friend and say, ask, ask them it. Uh, well, these are the four people that came through here. Did, do you recall anything they said about what had happened to them or where they might be going? Did any of them mention the name Connor, perhaps, or anything about a torch? Any information you could share with us would be incredibly helpful and I'll even roll a diplomacy because in this game we roll polyhedral dice in this game I roll a natural 7 plus 8 for a total of a 15 considers for a moment and then uh, you hear in your mind they did not speak they laid on the ground they were resting question for you the ones not like us how many arms did they have he tries to think for a second says two arms four legs total two arms four legs so first kasatha <laughs> not like the creatures we saw before i wonder when you tasted the metal of Vargas's arm, which is, of course, the same material out of which we are all ensconced, did the two that were not like us, were they also... I mean, I guess if they were metallic, they would be like us. Were they metallic like we are? We've seen drones, or at least a drone. It's possible they might be something similar. So I was thinking that it was either going to be... Kasatha or skulks that were carrying the bodies, but it doesn't sound like it's either of those, so it's got to be something we haven't seen yet. I do feel like we're not going to get anything more than like a vague illusion towards, you know, we might be able to speculate what it is, but I don't think we're going to get tactically sound information from Plant Friend. Okay, so do we just want to stand in the doorway and shoot it till it's dead, or... I mean, it knows where the red food is. Um, Sam, when it got off the table and moved around, what did its movement look like? Did it look clumsy? Did it look like something that could maybe cover 30 feet per minute? Um, you would say in your expert um, <laughs> ability to time things that its, it's many leg-like tendrils looked like it could carry it at about 30 feet, maybe 60 feet in, in six seconds. Uh, does this door right here close? Or is that just like a, a doorway, the one up to the uh, northwest? Uh, the one you entered the room through? Yeah. Uh, you believe that it closes. All, all of the doors like this is sort of just like a touch panel. Um, can make them close again. Is it closed now? 
No, you didn't say you closed it behind you when you came in. Okay. Yeah, and I couldn't remember if we opened it or not, or if it was just already open. I'm just trying to think uh, if we end up having to rest in here at some point. I'd like this thing to be locked somewhere, because if we're laying on the ground and it walks up to us, it's going to try to eat us. I'd like to rest far away from here anyway. Yes, I'd please. like to think that we can at least clear this floor and get out of here. I don't want to rest in a room adjacent to the blood smear. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I would agree with you. I think that um, I think we should try to clear this area that we were just in, maybe check some of the rooms we haven't checked, yeah. and then try to follow the blood trail. I have a feeling that this is one of those low-int NPCs that is fun to talk to, but we might not get a lot of yeah. um, solid information out of actionable intelligence, as it were. I mean, it's a plant that, from what it sounds like, from what Brixby learned, like, grew out of a seed within the last couple of days on here. Like, it, I can't imagine, like you said, that it would know much. Like, it doesn't know what a tape so I don't think we're going to get too much more info out of it. Yeah, and I mean, if by that extension it wouldn't know who captured it, who studied it, who brought it here, how long mm-hmm. it's been here, like, it doesn't seem to have any chronal yeah. gauge of, like, passing Oh, and, time, like, from is... your notes, it sounds like they didn't even know they had it. Like, my guess would be at some point this glass got broken, it got exposed to air, and then it started growing. Absolutely. And that could have happened yesterday or it could have happened 500 years ago. And we have no way of knowing which it was. But, like, the guys that collected it apparently didn't even know it was in there. They just thought they had dirt. I think as it stands, there's blood on the floor. We don't know whose it is. It could be Connors. It could be this purple-haired woman and her retinue. But regardless... We have to act like it is somebody we need to save. Um, so, perhaps we're gonna move on. Where would you all like to go? We never saw the end of this trail, right? We had, we'd cer- we've seen both sides of it, but we didn't see the end, is that right? Uh, the blood trail? You've seen where it seems to start, um, in that lobby, in that room where you first came in, uh, the big room, and you've seen it go, um... You've seen it past the door to this room in that hallway to the south. It seems to go through yeah. another door. And that lobby door was locked, right? The one that I'm pinging yeah, now? Yeah, the door in the lobby that let, that followed the blood trail was locked yeah. with a um, black key card. So we can maybe go back and just see what was on the other side of that door. That'd be the first thing to check, probably. Then I think we have a couple of doorways. So... Uh, in the northwest portion of the room, kind of, if where the hallway and enter foyer that yeah. we came in, there was a locked door to the north. Yeah, sort of dead north of where we first came in. Okay, yeah, totally. Um, okay, yeah, we can head back that way. Um, Bricks is pretty eager to get out of the room with the horrific plant thing that licked all the blood off the floor. Mm. Yeah, I think we should all move out very slowly facing it, though. <laughs> You're leaving? Yes, it's... As much as we've certainly enjoyed our conversation and making new friends, we are on a mission to save uh, someone who's who also does not have red food in them, but is is lost down here. And well, pressing pressing business. Bring back food. We'll see what we can do. 
if we can find any, we will bring it back to you. You've been very helpful to us. Thank you. Uh, do you want to roll a diplomacy or a bluff on that one? <laughs> With my minus two to uh, <laughs> I don't. diplomacy and my minus four to bluff? I'm sure, sure Asher does. That's well, a good Ash- question. Ah, yes. Asher and Kira could aid, but uh, <laughs> I think since Vargas is the one who made the offer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah if Asher ahead. wants to say anything to give me an aid. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 16 on the die aid. I'm going to go with diplomacy because that's a slightly higher. Oh, uh, so with his plus two uh, negating my minus two, that is a seven. Ooh. With the aid? Yeah. Oh. Because I had a minus two and the aid gives me a plus two. So I just get the die roll. Dope. Yeah. It's voice in your head uh, sounds very sad now. Why do you lie? And then uh, it's going to shriek, and I'm going to need everybody but Brixby to roll a will save. Oh, no. <laughs> I was motoring down this hallway. That was wise. <laughs> I've been waiting outside the door because I wanted to close it as soon as the other two got out. See, I was expecting an attack, and I was like, well, let me, let me not, let me just put myself between this thing and Asher, and now that's a terrible idea. Will save is I'm not good at that. <laughs> I guarantee you're going to get better than what All I right, got. Well, okay. what did you get uh, for Vargas? Natural one. Oh. So with my. Uh, let's see what my will Well, save. a natural one. like a plus nineteen. So that's a six, but I believe that a save, a natural one, is an automatic fail. So the six it doesn't matter. <laughs> How about uh, Kira? Uh, five on the die, plus a three, unless this is uh, emotion or fear. Uh, it is not emotion or fear. And uh, how about Asher? Six, 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 six. That was a natural 20 on the mint chocolate crit, <laughs> bringing me up to a 22. All right, so Asher feels fine despite the um, horrific uh, mind warping scream that comes out of this horrible monster. And um, the other two, Vargas and Kira, uh, as the insanity of the space between the stars leeches into your minds from this creature's voice, uh, you find yourselves nauseated for one round and just ready to toss all your cookies from the madness that's leached into you. Oh, you might want to roll initiative. <laughs> I mean, Brix is dude, down. He's just the throwing hall. a fit. We could walk away. Well, if you if you want to walk <laughs> away, you got to walk away in turn order. Oh, I'm gonna add that. Can oh, is that a, that's a condition? I'm gonna add that because I will forget. I got that. All right, um, Brix be the swift. What is your initiative? Uh, we got a 16 on the die, looking at a 19 in total. All right, so you can act nice and early from a safe distance. And uh, <laughs> Vargas, how about you? Also a 16 on the die, which I wish I got my frickin' will save. Uh, that is an 18 total. All right, Vargas the vomiting, going right after Brixby. Uh, Asher? <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, I made the mistake of going back to this die that's only rolled a 7 twice so far at this game. A uh, total of an 11. Alright, but at least you're not sick. It's true. And Kira. Asher the Alright. <laughs> uh, 17 on the die, plus 5 for 22. Alright. Could be worse. All right, well, Kira, you are up first. You are nauseated, which means that you cannot take a standard action this round. You got only a move action. All right. Uh, well, can I draw a weapon as that move action? Is that cool? Cool. I will do that. And she will pull out uh, Lucy, and that'll be the turn. All right. Uh, Brixby, you're about... Uh, 25, 30 feet down the hall. You just heard a weird noise, and uh, everybody seems to have stopped following you for a second. Uh, what would you like to do? Uh, Brixby puts away the tube of Gogurt he was halfway through, uh, tucks <laughs> it in his pocket, no longer just cruising down the hallway. Here's his compatriots in trouble. He goes, oh, cold shit. First off, as a free action, would like to shout, Get out of the room. The door is a choke point. Don't fight it in there. And he will run up 20 feet to here and ready a standard action to cast Acid Splash if it comes into my range. All right. Um, I believe your range with Acid Splash is 25 feet. So, yeah, it's a little bit out of that right now. Okay. Vargas is up. You also only have a move action. Vargas, uh, trying really hard not to vomit, he's leaning up against the door and he says, Get get out of the room! And he is going to ready an action to uh, close... Oh, actually, he's just going to hold this turn because I just realized uh, they're not both going to get out before the turn order comes back again. So he is not going to ready an action to close the door if they go out. He's just going to hold his turn. Or skip his turn. Rather, that's just, he's not going to take an action this round. So just delay. Yeah. Because can't you, and this is a just a general rules question for the edification of myself and our listeners, isn't it always a standard action to uh, ready an action, no matter what it uh, is? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, yes, yeah, so I wouldn't I be able to ready a move action because it'd be a standard to ready it. Yeah, so he's just going to delay. Well, you can ready a move action um, as your standard action. It's just doing a standard action to ready. Yeah, but I don't have a, a standard action available because yeah. I'm nauseated. Ah, that's what I meant. Because he doesn't even have a standard mm. to ready. I get you. Yeah. Pathfinder. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Vargas just delays because I also realized even if I readied the action, it's not going to be uh, Kira's turn until the start of the next turn anyway. So, yeah, Vargas uh, yells to get out of the room and he delays. All right. Um, Asher, you are up. Asher is up. Kira is conveniently interposed between me and this creature. Uh classic uh and, <laughs> uh boy it's not a tuesday will. unless i'm standing directly in front of you it's it's always a treat uh i'm gonna use my scurrying swarmer ability to enter cure's square and get flanking no i'm going to <laughs> uh 
could I could I ask your five foot step into this square with the chair and the terminal kind of partially in it? Yeah, it looks like enough There's of that, that square is free that, that you can stand there. Cool. That that seems like it will give me a much less obscured shot because shooting is what he does. I mean, he doesn't understand stuff and then he shoots stuff and he tries the diplomacy and it's like mixed success. It's just kind of what he does. Uh, and since this foul creature rejected his gogur, I mean, he sealed his own fate. Go to the orange creamsicle dice from ice cream dice here. Not bad. Uh, 11 on the die is going to be an 18 against fungal touch AC. Uh, that will hit its fungal touch AC. My fungal love. <laughs> oh, wee, oh, wee, oh. Um, yeah, you can edit that out. We're not. Uh, and we'll roll, we'll roll a d8 plus one here. Only two on the die. But, I mean, it sounded hungry. It may only have had three or fewer HP. I did not have three or fewer HP, but, you know, it looks like you heard it. Uh, with that bullet Bummer. directly from Morris Day, apparently. Oh yeah. <laughs> now is it uh, move and a well move equivalent standard? I can't do much else with my turn. All right. Four words. <laughs> well, um, all of you. Um, let's see. From where you're standing, all of you, including Brixby, can see the creature, and you all start to feel really weird in your heads. Like, you start to feel like your thoughts are getting jumbled up with the thoughts of the people around you. Like, maybe Kira, you start thinking about reloading, and Asher starts thinking about how much he wants to barf, and Vargas uh, is thinking that he should have kept going down the hall, and Brixby is, uh, I don't know, I ran out. <laughs> no more thoughts. I ran out of thoughts. It took mine. Um, so I'm going to need all of you to make will saves. Woo. Freaky fire day. Just get out. Yeah. Nauseated was only for one Is this round. Nauseated right? was just one round. Um, so, is this a spell or spell-like ability, Sam? Uh, no, this is a supernatural mind-affecting effect. All right, well, I have just a 19 for my will. Thank you again, my friends at Die Hard Dice for the only d20 that I ever roll. Well, you, you seem to be fine. And um, yeah, that's why I couldn't think of any thoughts for you because you only have your own thoughts. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Vargas, how about you? Uh, that is a nine on the die for a 14. All right, a 14 will actually pass, DC 14. So Vargas is okay as well. And let... I was expecting it to be a 15. I was already assuming that I failed. And uh, Kira, how about you? That's a four on the die, plus three for a seven. So this is awesome. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to write down that. Cool, cool, cool. And... Um, how about Asher? I switched to a different ice cream dice, and I gotta tell you, they are the will save dice of the night. That's ice cream dice uh, for another natural 20. <laughs> wow. Whoa. 22 <laughs> again. Uh, could I just roll will saves 
and not have to worry about anything <laughs> else, please. Can you roll my will saves? You could just have all of those. Oh. Yeah, too bad you're still going to have to worry about Kira no matter <laughs> what. <laughs> um, well, let's see. You are uh, feeling fine as well. Uh, Kira, you just can't push the thoughts of everyone around you out of your head. And uh, while that's happening, this creature is going to reach out and slap you with a tendril. And that is a natural 19, so I'm pretty sure it's going to hit you. Does it have to? What if it didn't? It's a, for fun. It's a 22. Does that hit you? Yeah, no, that, that, that does. All right. That, was it 19 or 22? It was 22 to hit. Great. Yes. Either way, you know what? I'm going to be honest. Yeah, that's a hit. All right. <laughs> All right. I prefer you weren't honest, honestly, at this point. Yeah, that is five damage, and it is going to make a combat maneuver check with this um, tendril to try to pull you. Uh, let's see. Let's say 13 versus your CMD. Um, no, no. Thank God. All right. CMD, yeah. right? Either way, yeah. All right. It's going to try to slap you again with another... Tendril, and that's another 19. This time it doesn't work. <laughs> uh, five more damage, and one more free um, pull attempt, natural one. So you are not pulled any closer to the creature. Not looking great. This is On fine. the plus side, it's your turn. Yeah. Kira uh, will take the advice. Oh, God. Wait. Oh, but now I'm in melee, right? Yep. You know what threatens at least to where you're standing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, she can full withdraw, I think, right? Yeah, that's that's got it. That's, Unless that's it's got it. 15 feet of reach, which we don't know. Hope it doesn't. Yep, nope, gonna, gonna full withdraw. Like, all right, plant friend, I think you're... I'm gonna change your nickname, but I maybe won't tell you what it is. Uh, and we'll go ahead and full withdraw. It is going to take a swing at you when you're 15 feet away. That is an 11 to hit with the tendril. Good to go. All right, you are safe. You're next to Brixby. Hey, Brix. That's my turn. Alright. Um, Brixby, you are up. Uh, Brix is gonna delay until after Asher. Alright. And, yeah. Okay, Vargas, you're up as well. Uh, Vargas is this time actually going to ready in action because he can now. Uh, he is going to ready to close this door as soon as Asher goes through it. Alright. And that brings us up to Asher. Yeah, Asher is going to move to the west, out of the hallway, or into the hallway, uh, his full complement of his movement, 30 feet, being south of Kira, uh, and then will reload as a standard action. All right. It doesn't take a swing at you as you go. And that's going to trigger my action then to close the door. All right, let me just draw a new door right there. can still see inside. Ah, whatever. Oh, I see it now. And uh, it's Brixby's turn. He was going to wait until after Asher. Brixby will take uh, two steps to the east in between Pura and Vargas and uh, ready a standard action to... Uh, Strike it if it comes through the door, I suppose. Its turn rolls around. Nothing seems to change. 
And now it's Kira's turn. Uh, okay. I'm gonna just back off from the friends here a little bit. And, yeah. What move action is it to put away a weapon? I would love to just not have anything in my hands. Uh, I think it is just a move again. Yeah, I think okay. it's a, a move that provokes, yeah. but, you know, there's nothing to provoke. Okay. Yeah, she thing provokes, drawing doesn't. Is she thing? This is a fun question. So drawing is something that you can do um, as part of a move action. Can you sheath as part of a move action as well? I don't believe so, no. I think sheathing always takes up a full action. I didn't think so. Well, Wait, it, a full it action? Takes an action I mean, a full up. move action. You can't do it as part of another. Yeah, that's what I thought, which is why like the free action drop stuff mm-hmm. is like a big part of the action yeah. economy. I was just wondering. Yeah, so I guess I'll just drop hammer then. Stand over here. Um, well, I mean, you can still, because that was only one action, so you can sheath it as the other half of your okay. thing, right? That sounds right. I'm going to take your word for it. So I will do that. Uh, and then as a free action, say, I think it did something to me. I don't know what. That's my turn. Um, I will note that you do all feel a bit better now that the door is closed. It seems like the um, invasive thoughts have died away. Now Vargas is up. Yeah, Vargas is going to move his uh, full complement of movement off this way. And he is going to ready... Actually, he's going to move one less than his full complement towards Kira. And he is going to ready an action to fire an acid splash at this door if it opens. All right. We are back to Asher. Asher will move back over to Kira and say it did something to you. Is there anything I could do if I use my standard to heal check? Could I determine anything, or is that magical or otherworldly? Um, I mean, you could give it a shot. Why not? It is not a will save, so Ugh. let's find out. That's okay. 16 on the die, uh, plus zero, though. So 16 heal check. Yeah, it's hard to say. She looks fine, other than obviously having taken a little bit of a beating from that uh, creature. But you can't see anything immediately wrong. Mm. I'm not at all concerned by the fact that I can't see anything immediately wrong. Uh, perhaps just the unnerving presence of such a gurgurtating fungus creature was enough to make you feel out of sorts. Yeah, it's my turn. All right, and Brixby? Uh, so, I mean, Brixby for an entire turn has not seen this plant creature uh, since the door shut. And he doesn't know he's in initiative um so i assume he's just going to continue back down the hallway he will move just a little bit further east of vargas uh about so that's a double move about 20 feet down the hallway to just see if he can see around the corner where the blood originated from okay and nothing seems to happen from the creature standpoint so i'm going to take us out of initiatives it doesn't appear to be coming out of there i feel very skeptical <laughs> yeah it looks like it's just chilling mm-hmm. uh bricks will turn back to his allies is everyone okay maybe i believe that creature struck you here let me see if i can remedy that damage and he'll boop cure with the wand i think you took seven and i just healed for seven Six on the die. I took ten. Oof. I will take seven. Those cards you have, can one of them lock that door? I'm assuming that thing can't 
open a door. I didn't see hands, but who knows? Did we determine why... If the door was open the whole time, and we told it about the blood outside, but it didn't try to go past the door, or maybe it tried and it couldn't? It never tried to go past the door, and you don't really know what it could and couldn't see. I think we should just keep moving. I looked a bit down the hallway that we were headed down, just loops back to meet the front foyer where we came in. We either need to check these rooms to the south, or follow the blood to the east. I will note that when you uh, went around that corner, you saw I mean, that the bloodstains continue the whole way around, but there's also smears of ash on the walls and uh, scorch marks, and there are four tangled mounds of metal on the ground. Uh, looks like the sort of thing like a repair drone that's been smashed to bits or blown to pieces. Uh, Bricks will also share that. Um, it seems as if they ran into or someone ran into a similar metal sentry to the one that we encountered earlier. This detritus reminds me of the sundered shards of the drone we sold to Sandville. Hmm. Between this and what the plant said, I think we're looking at a um, wounded party preceding us. Perhaps the purple-haired woman's numbers are thinning. But if it's not her, or if it is her and we need her help, we should we should try to track them down, right? I think we should fold the blood, whether it's Connor Bain, the purple-haired woman, or anybody else. It's the best option we have. So, this purple-haired woman, he looks at Kira, you're from this town, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever met anyone like that? Does it sound like someone who would have come down here adventuring like your work friend? He's just thinking, uh, I don't think any of us ever rolled like local or anything on her when we heard about her before. Yeah, Sam, I don't think so. I don't think anyone ever uh, rolled. If you want to roll local now. Sure. Try. Why am I telling Kira to roll? It's a two on the die for a seven with my negative one. Fourteen on the die plus five for a nineteen. Eighteen on the die plus four for a twenty-two for the guy who's only been in town for a week. (laughs) (sighs) That's a two on the die, and this die is going in the garbage, uh, which is like a three. It doesn't matter. (laughs) All right, so the... um person who's lived in town her whole life uh, doesn't remember anything and the um, rat I don't feel good Yasoki who's been in and out of town uh, several times at least doesn't remember anything but the two new arrivals who've only been here a short time uh, they remember hearing about a um, vendor who came into town around two weeks ago maybe a little bit longer uh, she had a big group um a group of like orcs and and um, Yasoki and a bunch of wagons uh, seemed like they were scrappers. Um, they set up a stall briefly in the market square, but then they, they didn't stick around. This may just be my uh, inner anime watcher coming out, but I just feel like somebody with purple hair feels like they should be important. <laughs> That's the main <laughs> character. <laughs> yeah. I personally. Well, not the most tactically or, or combat-minded in this party. would like to probably cover the doors to our south before we follow this blood. If anything else in those rooms is nearly as dangerous as this, I'd like to at least know what it is and hopefully lock it in there or kill it. 
He shrugs. From what we've seen of the layout of this building, though, I believe the blood trail should end fairly soon, unless there's something else in between the locked door we encountered before. It could be worth it just to check that small amount of space before going back and checking doors that could possibly lead to entire new wings of this building. Vargas, you've spent much more time in combat than I have. Just watching you in battle has uh, made that apparent. I defer to you. Um, so if we went, if the room with the plants in it is directly north of the room with the Gogurt in it, and we went to the Gogurt room, didn't we at one point see where the blood trail went? Yeah, you saw it um, going through a door um, to the south of the plant room. Okay, because, I mean, Bricks can sneak down there and check that door happily. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering if there's, like, the thing that I keep thinking is I'm wondering if there's, like, somebody's body like slumped up against this door or something but i also get what zach is saying that there could be like a creature that like somebody closed the door on like we just did to the plant and then we'd be stuck in a dead-end hallway with the creature too before anybody heads off to sneak or explore are we all sufficiently recovered from our wounds could be more recovered i'm not injured i'm slightly injured still Asher will offer a wand hit to both Kira and Vargas. Uh, only two to Kira and four to Vargas. Awesome. Just throwing money away. He is back up to what he was at. Actually, one point higher than he was at before the plant uh, ate his arm. So he's pretty good. He's only three below full. Yeah, I'll be fine. Sure. <laughs> All right, so uh, Brix is going to stealth down to the door then. Um, so I guess uh, as I start to head down. You probably only need to get about like right there and you should be able to see, I think. So I think, Drew, you're talking about the door to the west where we believe the blood trail started. Yes, I am. And I yeah. think Zach might be talking about the door to the east where the blood trail ends. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. even see uh, Bricksy on the map anymore. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I assumed you were talking about where the blood trail went to the east because oh, when I went down yeah. to the blood trail to the west, that's where Sam told us that there were a couple, there was more blood and then hunks of what resembled the, the detritus of a repair drone. Oh, was that all the way to um, the end here? I thought you only went like. No, he, he looped standing. all the way to the end of the corridor, and there, there's nothing. Oh, moving. okay. Then I apologize. Then <laughs> I was thinking Sorry, you yeah, only no, went I to thought, here. I yeah. thought you meant stealth to to this door. Oh yeah, no, I would no. definitely not send you to do that. That'd be suicide. I mean, I was about to do it. Which I guess says more about me than you. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I, uh, I mean. I, I will say, out of character, this is what Bricks is designed for. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a sneaky sneaker who has a pretty high stealth. So like, yeah, you're talking about this one on the eastern wall. Yeah, yeah. But I was also worried about the two rooms to our immediate south that we passed before we hit that. Is mm-hmm. what I was talking about. So if yeah. we went through that room or that, so the door to the east where the the blood trail terminates, um, 
yeah, we'd, we'd have to go past two rooms that we hadn't gone into yet. So I wanted to see if people wanted okay. to check those out before we moved on. Yeah, no, in that case, uh, I agree 100% with you that we should check those rooms. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah, no worries. Yeah. So let's do it as a squad then. And mm -hmm. uh, which one do you want to do first? Okay. I'll even let you go first if you want to. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's what I'm here for. Uh, so Brixby's going to just walk right into the central hub that originally uh, split us into the four hallways and continue to loop closer to the west and go to this door. You did go by a, a door that was directly south of you uh, where Asher's standing. This one, did we not go into... Oh, wait. Yeah, Asher's Asher right standing here. next to a diagonal door. Ooh, I thought we went in there already. My bad. Did we not? Maybe we just looked in. No, uh, that room, um, that door is actually locked with a um, white level keycard. Oh, I just assumed because we could see inside it that we must have gone into it. Yeah, I think you accidentally dragged a character in there at some point and violated the fog of war. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't know if this is just some Roll20 meta from where we originally were in the other room because we did go through the go-gurt room, but I can see another door to this room that I feel like we would have seen if we went through the go-gurt room. Um, so I don't know if we want to check that before I try to pick this white stripe door. Oh, I see it, yeah. I thought that was a wall, you're right, that is another door. Got it, okay, yeah, yeah. Because I thought when we were here, this is making really good radio. This one just cut that out. <laughs> so I thought when we were going through the room that we originally found all those gogurt tubes directly to the southwest, there was another room entering into the room that we were talking about previously. I'm now putting dots on all the doors you haven't opened. Oh. Nineteen dots. Oh, no. <laughs> it's less than 19 now. Yeah, I mean, if if we wanted to go and check the other side of this room out, if we wanted to go and do it, he would he would probably check the other door first, uh, recognizing that the e-pick is a consumable resource. Mm -hmm. Is this a door right here with this like weird junk on the ground? Um, that is a wall, but there appears to be like a kind of brown mold leaching through it, growing up on it and growing okay. on the floor. Yeah, the way it's drawn it almost looks like there's a gap there in the middle of that yeah that's just moldiness okay um bricks is just gonna quickly boop around this room we haven't opened and just check the other door entering into the room we were just talking about is this a door or uh, wall? that's a door where bricksby is standing down on the southern end away from the blood trail let me just scroll and is this a door right here oh uh, yeah that's also a door so many doors okay but this is a wall right. right here, right? And this is a jar. <laughs> Remember that russet mold is awful. So don't eat that. <laughs> well, yeah, didn't somebody do a check that that like turns yeah. you into a zombie or it's, something? It's bad stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, the door that Brixby is standing in front of is unlocked. All right, uh, Brix is going to open it and just step on through. A row of beds sits along the southern wall in this well-lit room. Glowing screens and metal desks sit on the opposite walls, and splatters of blood adorn the floor in several of the beds. To the east, a large metal device that's the size of a large bed hums softly. Standing in this room are two, well, 
one of them standing, a white four-legged automaton of some sort, and flying actually um, up near the ceiling of this room is a second automaton. Helicopter-type blades and grasping metal hands floating in the air just above where Brixby has stepped into the room. <laughs> and before you get too far in your experience with these wonderful, wonderful creatures, I'm going to bed. Yeah, there it is. All right. Uh, <laughs> night, I can no Sam. longer say good night, no, Sam. No, bad night, bad night, <laughs> Sam. Against the Machine is property of its creators, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are properties of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. Theme Against the Machine, written and performed by our own Zach. Please consult the show notes for additional music and sound effect licensing information. We can always scooch things. Totally not worth take three. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> hey. So you know we made it to the big time. We have a post now. Now everyone be quiet because Sam will give us a real nasty intro. <laughs> <laughs>